0: You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, SexyMarriage.net. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen.
1: So at the total risk of putting my wife on the spot, right as we open this episode of Sexy Marriage Radio, which welcome to Sexy Marriage Radio. Thanks for joining us and taking some time out of your day to spend it with us. Yeah, I love having you here. We love the Sexy Marriage Nation and the fact that they regularly come in to say hey to us, ask us questions, give us emails, 214-702-9565, or feedback at radio.com. So here's my question for my wife is, so just... It's been how long since you started doing your nails, where you would go in to get the nails done? It was. Recently?
0: Um, I did it for our 25th anniversary last May. That's okay. when I, early May, I started doing next gen on my right. nails. Yes. And,
1: and so this is one of the things that's a little indulgence that my wife takes, takes part in every so often. Yes. Well, I don't know if she's aware of this, but if we lived in Perkins Township, Ohio. Yes. You could go get your nails done at a place that just recently opened and made the internet all a buzz. Why is that? Because the title of said Nail and Hand and uh, shop Man-
0: Manny Petty Shop. Yeah.
1: Hand jobs.
0: <laughs> okay. They have people walking in thinking they're getting something maybe really I mean it's a,
1: it's kind of a small town from what I was reading hilarious. and they're getting a lot of support and a lot of how dare you
0: I'm sure so I'm sure that's that's kind of funny I think it's kind of <laughs> funny
1: too this is sexy marriage radio we're so glad that you spend some time with us and we also want to say hey to our sponsors
0: yeah thanks to Buffy for sponsoring sexy marriage radio for twenty dollars off your Buffy comforter visit buffy Co and enter promo code SMR.
1: Coming up on today's regular free version of Sexy Marriage Radio, a couple of your questions and our answers. And on the extended version of Sexy Marriage Radio, which is deeper, longer, and has no ads, you can subscribe at sexymarriage.net. We're going to do a deep dive into the world of one of the most important things you need to do for your marriage to really thrive, and that is the world of learning how to Tackle self confrontation, okay, because it is yeah. the one key that I'm keep coming across that really does marker tremendous and great versus wallowing in struggle <laughs> forever i i
0: yeah, I agree with that. I'm just immediately picturing some points in our life that um have uh, that's been good, and that's been bad. Yep, absolutely. And so those have been pivotal points.
1: That's where we're heading with the extended, if you want to join. And hear, we'd love to have you join us. Uh, SexyMarriage.net is how you can find it. So all that's coming up on today's show. So to start off, a uh, couple emails that have been in the inbox for a little while that we're going to uh, wade through today. Good. Okay. So this is one where husband emailed in, feedback at SexyMarriageRadio.com, and he said, I just found your podcast, and I'm enjoying what you have to say. My issue is complicated to me. I've been married for just over five years. We've had a varied and regular sex life in the beginning, but in the last 18 to 24 months, we only have oral sex. She tells me that I hurt her when I penetrate. She tells me now that it hurt before when we first got married, but she was okay with it. Now it's just too much. We've tried oils, a vibrator, and even have tried to put it in soft. I'm trying to be patient, but I'm not happy with just the oral. Any help or suggestions or resources are appreciated. Thank you.
0: Yeah, so you, there's a, so many different issues here, whether it's medical or... Um, yeah, or because
1: the one trigger you're kind of pointing out here, Pam, that I think you're you're jumping on is that she's mentioning that it's hurt all the way through. Yeah. But at the beginning, there was enough passion or endorphins or... Or she going just powered through because it made it bearable. Yeah, maybe she just right.
0: powered through because she was afraid to say something. Who well, knows?
1: and yeah, there could be a lot of different things because you don't want to disrupt something, but there also can be don't discount the power of those feel good chemicals that can make okay. it to where it takes the edge off enough to where it's tolerable. Okay. It's like, you know, it's uncomfortable, but it's not a deal breaker. But when you lose some of that infatuation for your partner, which is inevitably going to happen in every relationship. All of a sudden, those things that were just under the surface can come right back up to the surface so easy, and then it becomes a bigger deal. Okay. And so, in one regard, that sounds like the dynamic that's been going on. So there could be a medical something. Yeah, vaginismus. It does need to be checked out exactly, which we've got an episode or two in the archives uh, on the whole concept of vaginismus. Yeah. Um,
0: So please check those out.
1: Check those out. Uh, Also check with your OB Mm -hmm. to to see. But the other thing that I'm kind of hearing from this is there's there's a there's an anxiety issue going on because okay. that's vaginismus is really an anxiety issue. If you is go it? layman's terms,
0: I mean there there's
1: it's the muscles clamping, yeah, rather than relaxing, right, which a lot of those that's anxiety trigger. It's not necessarily common I'm anxious and nervous about this. It's just a tension. okay. It just causes a reverse rather than a relaxing, okay. so and there's lots of different procedures and help. That can that can really work towards that with um, some dilators mm-hmm. of various sizes that help just ease into it. But a lot of it really comes down to how do I calm myself down in the moments and relax. And then you also what they're talking about is we've used oils and we've used lubes, we've used vibrators, a bunch of right. different things that can help. So I, what I want to do is just spend a little bit of time describing a possible a possible path. that you could explore. And this is one I got to give credit to Dr. Schnarch because this is in his book, Passionate Marriage, um, where he describes a process and a procedure of learning to follow a connection. Mm -hmm. So tell me how this would go in your mind, Pam, as I'm describing this. So I want you to fill in the gaps, be the audience of, of what's being missed as I'm describing this. So the whole point is, this is not about having intercourse when you're going to practice these things. This is about learning to actually connect and touch one another. So it usually is best when you're in a very comfortable room so that you're neither cold nor hot, but you're really comfortable and you're eased into it. You've had a chance to connect, talk like you would be doing pre-foreplay. So it's not just you come in from a really busy day and you fall into bed by each other and you you get naked and just lay beside each other. Should
0: this not be in the bedroom? Should it be in some other room? Actually,
1: this is probably best in the bed. Okay. You can do this, even if that's too anxiety-provoking, you can do this on the couch where you're not going to be interrupted. That's not a problem. Okay. But the point would be, she is laying on her back, he is laying on his side, on either side of her, so that he has one hand completely free to roam her body, the front side of her body. Okay. Okay. So we, lots of times clients would start with this, where place, his, his hand is placed on her belly. She then places her hand on top of his. And the whole point is, this is a guided, not necessarily massage, this is a guided sensual touching experience.
0: And I'm assuming this is supposed to be naked.
1: It is. It you can start it without you can start it with clothes. You want to eventually get to where it is with no clothes, where where you are where you are naked. Yes. Okay. And so he can start with just the caresses. The reason her hand is on top of his is because she can then add more pressure or lighten it by her. She helps guiding.
0: Yeah. Because okay. Because sometimes that light touch it could is- be a tickle. Yeah, it's a tickle, it's not comfortable.
1: Sometimes it's too hard. Yeah. And it starts to burn. Yeah. And so this is a learning and her whole goal while this is happening is she uses her hand to help guide his with the pressure mm-hmm. and then also avoiding places that she's not wanting to go yet. So he he kind of leads it, but she does the gentle no, not there. Let's mm-hmm. go this way. Let's go let's stay in this range. Let's go down an arm. Let's go to a leg. That kind of stuff. And it's usually unspoken. It's just a you're trying to get in tune with each other. But the main thing she's trying to get in tune with is herself. What's the sensations? Follow his hand with her mind.
0: So this is more about her.
1: Absolutely. This Kay. is about her with the sensate focus kind of experience of dealing with the moment and the and the the pressure and the tension. And the time between them,
0: and so we're asking uh, the spouse, the the him in this in in, in this scenario, the husband to not try and move too fast. Absolutely, yeah. You not try and expect. An outcome to not right. trying to expect This is, this is not about or trying or to
1: achieve orgasm or make it to where this is a for, foray into oral sex or intercourse. Mm-hmm. This is about an experience. So sometimes you can even set a timer to start this of, hey, I want to. we're going to do this for at least five minutes. And if we're both enjoying this and really liking it when that timer goes off, we'll keep going. That's fine. But you want to have a set time where you practice this. And the goal is for her to center her body, herself, her mind into the moment while having control of where it goes because of her hand on his.
0: I'm taking some notes. I got you. That's not very good radio to take notes. People can't
1: tell. (laughs) She's writing (laughs) these down. But the whole point is, if there are triggers that all of a sudden you notice, wow, I just got really tense and my vaginal, vaginal area, mm-hmm. or I just got really tense in my chest, or I just got really tense in my back. What was going on? What happened? What triggered that possibly? Was it something he did? Was it something you thought? Yeah. Because the more we start to recognize the way we unfold in this experience, the more we can then confront it in the moment, soothe myself again. That's usually just starts with some deep breaths. Mm-hmm. And start again.
0: And so during this, her hand is, her one hand is on him, yep. on his hand. Yep. Her hand is not supposed to be even focused on the other hand on his body. No. Right. No, this, this is, is about her. Leave your hand off of him. Yep. Leave your hand off of his penis. Leave yep. your hand off of whatever part of his body. Yep. Focus on how your body's reacting.
1: Yep. Incidentally, we'll throw this one in there just as a side. This is a little detour. Uh, this same process works really well for men that struggle with premature ejaculation
0: okay yeah
1: that while he is stroking her with his hand mm-hmm. and she's on top he she can use her other hand to be stroking his penis just for the massage touch flavor of it not for a goal okay because it's dealing with the sensual nature and his goal then is his focus is not just her his is on himself of okay you got to stop because he's okay. trying to learn what are the sensations that where I've crossed the threshold it's too far or that feels good and now I can kind of hold that and I can in I can just rest in this moment. Okay. Because if you think about it, all of our sexual experience is about anxiety tolerance to some degree. Mm, we do what's comfortable. Yeah. And when we get to where I'm uncomfortable, I will tense up. And so what it sounds like here that could be going on is this component of something's triggered in her with the relationship of there's it's just not penal vaginal intercourse is just not fun it feels uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and so if there's not a medical hey there's some scarring there's some vaginismus there's something that truly is there okay well then to me where I want to go with clients is let's start with your mind yeah where's your mind okay and this is a way to steer that mind in a pointed way through an experience together. And you really kind of feel your way through this together. Literally. Exactly. But you also mentally feel your way mm-hmm. through this. Yeah. Of you're kind of reading each other, but also not trying to overreact to each other. Because this is not a comfortable thing to start.
0: Yeah, I would think it wouldn't be a comfortable thing potentially for either. Right. Um, th- for the for the wife um, it feels a little bit like a science project well it's something that it, could be very pleasurable you, if if your mind is in that it is kind of a science project that would be tough well you, so you got to
1: So you both have to figure out where you are. Well you both have to look at this as hey we're heading into a laboratory. Yeah. But it's a laboratory for our own betterment. Absolutely it is. Because and and if I can look at it as this is an adventure, an expedition not a sterile environment. Yeah. Then that can change everything. Put on some nice music, light some candles, have a good environment. Yeah. Created. That can help too. But the goal is do this several times to where you start to grow in comfort with the experience, because the whole point then ultimately is you can handle when you feel the anxious moments trigger and you can figure out how to use each other as allies to soothe through them. Yeah. And maybe then that is an entry into actually bringing back intercourse into their marriage.
0: Sure. I love that. Well, I just want to say I'm excited about our sponsor, Buffy, who's created the best comforter I've ever slept with. It makes me want to sleep in the buff, literally. <laughs> and apparently other customers agree because they have over 11,000 reviews raving about the softness of this truly comfortable comforter that feels so good on your skin. Buffy's made from naturally soothing eucalyptus fabric. Uh, The outside shell is 100% eucalyptus fiber, which is softer than cotton and naturally soothes skin. And Buffy has a recycled fill. The filling uh, of each comforter is made from 100% recycled BPA-free water bottles. Instead of going into a landfill, they get a second life as a soft, fluffy fiber that feels softer than down. Buffy offers a 30-night trial. And who does that? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, come on. Yep. they allow you to try a comforter in your own home for 30 days if you don't love it you're re- free. it free i love buffy for how soft it is but also because it's a great weight and keeps a comfortable temperature all night long in my body whether you know i go to bed usually cold and i wake up in the middle of the night sweating this just has a it keeps it a real good temperature all night long uh for twenty dollars off your Buffy comforter, visit Buffy.co and enter promo code SMR. That's Buffy.co promo co- code SMR for $20
1: off. So we have another email that came in, um, not too long ago, and it's a fairly lengthy one from a wife. Okay. So I'm going to do some paraphrasing. She's a new listener and appreciates the openness and candidness on the topic of sex, particularly appreciate the fact that you address all problems and concerns from both the male and female perspective.
0: Good. Thank you.
1: So she's listened to some of the older podcasts, but hasn't found anything specific to her concern. Um, Her husband and I have been married for 22 years. They have three boys. and She's certainly the lower desire spouse. But she says this because her husband is an extremely high desire spouse. Okay. He stated years ago that sex has always been a struggle in their marriage, but that he needs sex every single day, preferably twice a day. He's told me that's the only thing he needs me for, period. So sex became a job for me for many years. No kidding. After going to counseling a couple of years ago, I tried to change my attitude about sex instead of thinking of it as a job and things on my to-do list. I tried hard to think about it as a blessing, a way to please my husband, find joy in the fact that I could meet his needs. And that worked for a time, but it seemed like the more sex my husband gets the more he wants. And quite frankly, I'm worn out. And side note, they don't always have intercourse. Sometimes there is just a, I'll help you. Yeah. So here's my main question and where we are today. My husband wakes up at 4 or 5 a.m., starts masturbating in the bed beside me. This makes me feel really uncomfortable and is really awkward. I did finally ask him about this after it happened a few times and he explained that it's something he has to take care of, get his release, and he asked me to join in. In addition to this, he started masturbating in our bedroom in the middle of the day, and he leaves evidence out for me to see. He's not ashamed, embarrassed, or apologetic about this at all. He just claims it's something he needs to take care of. He needs the release. So, how do I handle this? Do I continue to participate? Do I ignore him when he masturbates at all hours of the day and night? Or should I participate more? Any advice you have to offer, I'm all ears. So, this is a loaded one.
0: It's a loaded one, definitely. Yeah, but she's
1: not alone. I know I have some clients that there's
0: no one calling in here that's alone. Absolutely,
1: but I but I think it's worth noting that when somebody asks the question, they need to know because she even made the comment of, "I've not heard you discuss this, and we haven't to this Mm -hmm. degree." But she is not alone in this struggle. Right, there are other people that live it and have gone through it.
0: Right, and I guess what I'm picking out from this is. It's one thing to have a spouse that is wants sex a time once or twice a day, and for you to be lower desire and not expect or want it that much. It seems to be another thing um, to couple on top of that um, masturbation that seems to be kind of a a flaunting or a, a beating of the
1: chest. Right. So this is this that's the. That's why this is complicated because there's two things that come out to this. I don't want to land on the world of wow, that is a really high desire. Because there are that. There are some people that yeah, they have their makeup, the 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 conditioning and a lot of this is a conditioning thing. Sure. Because young boys and adolescence, and then even on into adulthood, men can condition their body to where masturbation is a regular occurrence and it needs to happen, or it truly is uncomfortable, unless they're willing to go through that phase of the discomfort for the body to realize I can produce less semen and sperm on a regular basis, and I don't get the quote-unquote blue balls where I'm just really uncomfortable.
0: Okay,
1: It can all be absorbed back into the body. It just Mm -hmm. takes some discomfort for it, and you have to basically... Desensitize yourself back into it in reverse, where sure. you gradually do it less, okay, not just cold turkey. But the thing that I want to land on is the only thing I need a wife for is a sexual release,
0: yeah. To have someone say that to you, that
1: coupled with I'm going to leave evidence of what I do, there's a level of cruelty going on here, yeah. And I don't think it's a we don't normally talk about this kind of thing, but there is a level of cruelty because it's the secondary message.
0: This is some, some of what you talk about at at the getaway at the getaway. Right, with normal marital it, sadism. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um this one seems a little bit beyond where even we typically go there. Right. In the, it's um, it is it's a little more cruel. Like it, it,
1: puts an, it puts a it puts a face to it mm-hmm. in a different light. I get what you're saying there, Pam. But this is so.
0: What would what is the goal of trying to leave that evidence out? What is, I mean, what is the what is the point? Of right,
1: because well, she even said in her email um, a little bit later that I've pa- I've paraphrased past that the as the lower desire spouse, all of this sexual activity and masturbation is turning me off even more. Uh, yeah right because that's the secondary message that's what she's reacting to yeah is the I'm only needed for this
0: yeah that's not about that's not just because you want more sex I want less that's not it at all it's about I'm being devalued as a human being
1: right right I, i'm I'm not a partner yeah in this I'm not a collaborator I'm not in this for my own enjoyment too you' you're not a part of my own enjoyment. This is all geared towards you. And that's the struggle of this message. So I can't, obviously, since he's not the one that emailed in, I want to speak to her. Yes. Because she is the one asking for the question, but I've got to at least point it out if he does ever actually listen to this or you're in this boat and you're like, wow, I wonder if that was my wife that emailed in, I'm going to ask you straight out, what in the world is sex for you then? What do you do it for? Because it sounds like it is just truly, primarily, an anxiety tension release. You can release your anxiety and tension in other ways. Mm -hmm. You don't have to make it just because of ejaculation. And it's an easy way for men to handle anxiety. Because ejaculation takes a little edge off. I get it.
0: (laughs) The way it's described sounded a little bit like smoking.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well and that's <laughs> it. There's, a, condi- si- there's a conditioning a in the body, in the brain, that it can do that. Absolutely. It's the chemical reaction that comes along with orgasm that can create that kind of a cycle. Absolutely. But the question I would have for the for the husband in this case would be, there's other ways to handle this because I'm curious, have you ever really tasted the depth of what sex can be when it's not just for release? Mm-hmm. Because now you're talking about something beyond just ejaculation.
0: Yeah. You're talking
1: about connection and experiencing the essence of another person. And in this case, experiencing the essence of a woman, which is a fabulous place to get lost in.
0: Yeah. I wonder if in those 22 years there's been a point that they have had that connection. Um,
1: possibly I would, I would venture to say yes.
0: Yes. In that period of time. We don't typically
1: go just one way all the time. We get tastes of other things. That's why we all go back to how do we recreate that? How do we make that happen again? But there is this element for her. She's asking, this is a real turnoff. Sure. And she's probably, I'm going to venture the guess. She has spoken up about this, but has she spoken up to him about, this is the real meaning of of the way I hear this message. I don't know if you intend it to be this cruel, but that's the way it lands with me, honey. There is a level of cruelty to this, that you don't need me in life. So why would I want to join you in this? Yeah. What's inviting to that? And that's a hard line to take because I I applaud her for, hey, maybe I can go and reframe this. Maybe I can go and explore this and join in and be a part of it. And I, would, and I would say, from what she's saying, on the times where he's interested, and she's like, you know what, I'm okay with it, then absolutely, use your gut and go with it. This isn't a drawn in line in the sand all the time of absolutely not, because sometimes it's just a, if I'm going to cold turkey all of it, that's hurting yourself, too.
0: Yeah, and that may be, you know, we're talking about, you made the comment about self-confrontation, you know, that.
1: That's where we're heading.
0: And that's, but how we handle some things. Um, if we don't handle it well, if we just cold turkey things, lots of times right. that's not going to be the real answer. That just seems more like I'm just trying to abuse you now.
1: Well, but but one of the things she can do, and this is where this is, I think this is where you start. One of the things you do is you address the secondary message before you start to address the real thing. Okay. you you, you say straight out, honey. We've been 22 years into this thing. I know you. You know me. We've, we, we know where each other stands. Here's the issue I've got is when you're leaving evidence of stuff, that's just flat cruel to me. That does not, make, that does not draw me to you. So if you want to continue this and you want to let me know about it on beforehand, so maybe I would be possibly interested in joining in or participating or making it about me some too, fine. Fine but if you're doing it on your own, I don't want to know. Don't leave me evidence. Let me let me find out by asking or having a conversation about it.
0: Are you leaving me evidence cuz you want me to get upset? Cuz you want me to be mad. Right. And you know what? If you do want me to be mad, tell me that. <laughs> let me know right now. Right.
1: Let, let's let's talk about what we're really let's, dealing with. Let's
0: talk about that piece. Yep. Uh, cuz I my, my gut would say he's not leaving it to say, Ha, look what I'm doing on my own without you. It's, yeah.
1: It's a, it's a passive aggressive statement.
0: Yeah. Sucks for you. I'm mad at you for not wanting to participate all the time.
1: Right. Uh, right. I'll show you. Uh, Literally.
0: I'm reading between. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's just Literally. that whole. Yeah. So
1: you start to address those messages, the secondary things of, you know what? This is the way I'm hearing this. And this is the result. On, on how I hear it. This is my response to that. So I don't know what I'm going to do with that yet. Because making that move then often helps make more clear what's the next move.
0: Well, and I think it's a, you made a great point there to say, I don't know what I'm going to do with that yet. That's the point. Got, I think of that with parenting. It, it goes a long way to spend some time thinking about things, it, not, not decide immediately what your reaction will be, but to, uh, I think it goes both ways. You're, you're letting the other person maybe think on it a little while. Right. Maybe it's okay to have them sweat it out a little bit. Maybe they don't even care and they're not sweating it out. Right. But to not fly off the handle and say, well, here's what I'm going to do because of that. Right. Think on it. That's
1: all reactionary. And, and this is just, when we make the real big moves in our life, they're really pretty calm. Because we've got a lot of weight behind it that will handle whatever happens after the move.
0: And probably you've been thinking about it so long yep. that now there's this piece of, okay, I've decided now what I'm going to do. Yep. I've and decided my next step.
1: Yep. And that's the way we do this thing in life to me. We don't get the roadmap, we get the next step. And once we do that, we figure out what the step is after that. Yeah. And we're going to leave it at that. It's been a good day. It has. It's been a long day on the day we're recording this, actually. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. As you're hearing this, it may not, You may. maybe your day just started. And hey, welcome to Wednesday, if you're listening to this right when it came out. Glad that you joined us. Well, this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. If we left something undone or you want more on some topic or something we've not yet covered, 214-702-9565. Feedback mm-hmm. at sexymarriageradio.com. Hey, also personal invitation. There's just a few. There's a few slots left for the Sexy Marriage Radio Getaway in June. Yeah,
0: come bless your marriage. Come with join that. us. It's a lot of fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, wherever you are, whatever you've been doing, thanks for taking some time out of your day to spend it with us. We'll see you next time.